everyone, and welcome back to the Redbeard Outdoors podcast. This is Jonathan, your host, and here at Redbeard Outdoors, as you know, we talk about three things, faith and family, fitness, and the outdoors. And today I have an awesome guest for you. I love having these conversations with people. Honestly, I'm, I'm blessed, spoiled, whatever you want to call it. I uh, get to have these amazing people in my life. But first of all, just want to welcome those who may be new. And uh, thank you so much for choosing my podcast. You have so many out there that you can choose from and you choose mine. Thank you very much. Also, for for those of you that continue to listen, I love and appreciate your support. Thank you very much. Now, I don't run ads on this podcast. I leave links down below to gear that I use, um, things that I recommend with backcountry fuel, protein, uh, nutrition, uh, things along those lines. Go check them out down below. And also, I leave my email down there so you can shoot me a screenshot of your review, and I'll send you something in the mail. Today, I've got an awesome guy named Colin. Colin Cottrell. He's a great dude, successful, multiple business owner, has built up and sold businesses. Now he's currently on this venture that I just love so much. His his adventure in life incorporates the three things that I talk about here at Redbeard Outdoors, just like most people that I've had, if not every, I think every single person that I've had on here incorporates those three main things that I've noticed that people who are successful, healthy, and happy incorporate to some degree, faith and family, fitness, and the outdoors in their lives. And that's what I want to share with you. So amazing conversation. Go check him out. I'll leave uh, his links down below. Uh, High caliber hunts. He'll discuss that a little bit more as well. Just an amazing, amazing guy. Great dad. Loves Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Loves fitness. And is on his own journey as well. So without further ado, guys, here's Colin Cottrell. All right, I've got an awesome guest here. His name is Colin Cottrell. Yep. I just figured that out. Got it. And uh, and he's an awesome guy here. He started High Caliber Hunts. We'll get into that a little bit more. Um, but, yeah, without further ado, Colin, who are you? <laughs> who am I? Do you want the elevator pitch or <laughs> elevator speech? <laughs> Whatever yeah. you want. No, man, I'm just a, I'm just a, you know, I'm a dad, I'm a husband, I'm a, you know, that's, that's really who I am. Um, you know, I'm just a guy out here that's been in the hunting industry for man, 15 years this year. It's pretty crazy actually to think about. I've been a, a marketing guy for a lot of years. I've kind of been an entrepreneur. I've built a few different businesses. Um, you, you mentioned high caliber hunts. That's my latest venture that I've, I've started. I'm pretty pumped up. I'm working on that right now, really working hard on that, but Man, I'm just a, I'm just like I said, I'm just a dad and a husband and just a regular guy who wants to be great in life and 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 tries to take those steps every day to, you know, to level up in life and um, become a better dad, a better husband, a better community leader, better, you know, uh, friend, whatever it is, you know, trying to do those kinds of things. So that's kind of it's my quick overview of who I am. I mean, cool. we could, I'm sure we'll we'll dig in and get deeper and talk into some pretty fun topics, but yeah, man. I That's appreciate awesome. you having me on here, though, by the way. So yeah, I, I appreciate you taking that. the time. Yeah. I definitely appreciate that. Uh, so let's talk a little bit more in depth about that. So you're your husband yep. and a father. Yep. So <clears throat> how many kids do you have? Yeah, I've got I've got three little ones, man. My uh, my oldest daughter, she's going to be six this month, later this month. Um, my second daughter, uh, Autumn, she's going to be five this year in July. And then my son, he just turned one in January. So I've got a pretty full house. You know, we... Uh, 
that was really that was a life changing thing for me, as I'm sure it is for most guys. I mean, you know, you, you start you get married, and that that's the first step of leveling up. Is now you've got to take care of somebody other than yourself. That's your wife, of course, and you've got to you know protect her and watch over her and make sure everything's good in the household. But just takes it to a whole new level when you start having kids and and you know not that's your I mean those are your that's your blood right there you know that's going to carry your name for the rest of your life that you're an example to them so yeah man it's it's fun being a dad I love it it's it's really pushed me to a place in my life I never thought I'd actually get to which is kind of crazy to think about because I get you know this generation like they're so they're like oh I don't think I want to have kids you know I hear that a lot like I, last weekend I was uh, in Columbia South Carolina and I had my this uh, Lyft driver and he's like, yeah, I just got married, you know, six months ago. And, uh, you know, we, uh, you know, we're thinking about having kids, but we're kind of undecided. And he's like, you know, my wife is more on the side of not wanting to have kids. I kind of have thought about it, but I don't want to be bogged down. You know, I don't want to have to think about somebody 24 hours a day. I'm like, I'm like, man, like, it's the best thing in the world. You're, you're going to, that 24 hours in the day isn't going to be about like being bogged down. It's going to be like you getting better and improving in life and doing everything you can to take care of your, not only your wife, but now your kids. So it's kind of funny. Like I was saying that this generation has this whole thing with kids. They don't want to be bogged down, but I find that it has actually helped me become so much better in my life in all areas. So yeah, man, that's, that's a little bit about, um, you know, just my kids, my family life. Um, yeah, it's, it's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, And I, I agree with you that, that mindset seems to be a little bit rampant nowadays that mm-hmm. that people don't want to bring kids into this crazy world. Yeah. Now COVID, like all the excuses, right? And you know, the the thing that I tell people is if you're not ready for kids, yep. don't have them. <laughs> it's like if you're not ready for But are you ever going to be ready for kids? I never was. Well, like honestly, yeah. Like <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? You can't be 100% ready for kids. I agree with that, but like if you're to the point where you're concerned about being quote-unquote bogged down yeah there's a there's a point there yeah Yeah, I I get what you're saying like maybe financially you're not in a perfect place or maybe you know just physically or mentally you're just not in that right spot yet but and there's something to be said for that I agree but I think man honestly I wasn't I wasn't in a super great place when I started having kids and 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 but it turned something on in my head where I was like you know like all right it's it's go time it's Mm -hmm. This, this little girl's going to look up to me for the rest of my life. This, you know, this little boy's going to look up to me. This, I'm going to be his example of what a man is, you know. So there's just something that clicks on, whether you're ready or not. For most most men, I think, have something inside them that just clicks on. is like, all right, it's go time. It's time to do this and, and really, uh, you know, take it serious. So I agree with that. I, yeah. I would say that, you know, when you... When you're ready to even start thinking about how or considering having kids, mm-hmm. I think that's a really good time to yeah. to just dive in because yeah. you won't ever be at that spot. You're where not going to be perfectly ready. Exactly. Ever. Like you're you're not going to have no. the perfect car or the perfect <laughs> financial stability or the perfect physical fit and like none of that's going to be perfect, yeah, right? Exactly. But, but when you want to bring another human being into this world, yeah. like it's something special for sure. Oh yeah. Um, I I'm kind of in a weird spot where I always knew I was going to be a dad. Yeah. Like growing up, yeah, you like got, it was no question. You got Five, yeah, right? we got five. Man, kids. yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're catching up to me. You got three. Yeah, yeah I'm on my way. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, man, it's 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 a blessing mm. for sure, 100. percent And I love that that that's a big part of your life. Um, Huge. So let's just talk a little bit about that. So you've got your oldest daughter's six. Yeah, she'll be six here. The later and you've got month. her in jujitsu. Yeah, that's actually a really cool story. So. I've always kind of had this mindset, like, I want to, I want to 
push my kids into things like that they like, but not push them, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm not going to ever force them to do anything that they don't want to do, but I'm going to definitely get them around different things and have them try different things. And, you know, she's five and, and, uh, she had come to, sorry, we can dwell on her way, man. She's, she's just going to keep going from here. I can see it already. And I can already see my second daughter, like she's asking questions now too. She's like, when do I get to start training? You know, and, and with our school, they, they try to start them at five, five, six years old, you know, depending on, you know, your size and, you know, what you're, what, you know, what you're capable of. And, uh, so my second daughter, I think she's going to probably be starting here after she turns five later this summer. And man, it's really cool just to see that. Cause it's something that I've become so passionate about that has helped change my life, you know, not just, you know, physically, but also the mental, emotional, you know, the kind of the spiritual side of it, you know, it's an art. It's, it's something where you're, you're having fun out there sweating and working hard, you know, getting choked out potentially you know (laughs) like you're getting in tough situations but it's also one of those things that keeps you centered it keeps you you know you when I go to jujitsu and I and I train jujitsu it's uh you know I'm there and I'm not thinking about anything else I'm just thinking all right what's the task at hand let's 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 work hard at that let's you know learn let's you know stay focused in and then let's uh, enjoy some time with with good good people so it's been an awesome journey man and and just to see my daughter come into that I'm I'm pumped up about it because you know like I'm a young dad. I really, you know, this is, this is all new. I'm just trying to figure it out myself. And, uh, you know, just to see her want to be part of that and be part of something I'm doing, especially with my daughter, you know, it's not even a son. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, I think it's cool to see that you're getting your daughter into something that that's uh, special to you, you know, like jujitsu. And, um, I know, well, I just got Asher started uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, he was awesome. so excited to get his first stripe. And um, I know every school does it differently. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, he really loves it. He really yeah, does. And I cool. made him commit to a year. Yeah. So you're nice. And you, yeah. you told her six months. But I was like, if I'm buying you this gi yeah. and I'm signing you up, yeah. we're doing this yeah, for you, a year. Yeah, you bought the gi right, right away exactly. and stuff then. So I, I said, hey, let's do the no gi for the six six months. Let's see how it goes. If you like it, you know, then I'll invest the money into, mm-hmm. you know, because those gis aren't cheap, you know. Mm-hmm. So. And plus they, they grow you know, they mm-hmm. grow out of them so quick, you know, she probably won't be in that gi for, you know, maybe three, four years, but you know, then they grow out of it. So I was like, yeah, you got to stick with it for a little bit here and then we'll, <laughs> we'll, then we'll level up and go from there. But yeah, she's, she's in love with it, but that's, that's cool, man. So, that's... so he's already got his first stripe and everything. Mm-hmm. How long yeah. has he been training? A couple so months, they, you said? No, just a couple of weeks. So oh, they, really? Yeah, they do it different. Oh, that's they, cool. Yeah. Here, well, beginner, I, I suppose a beginner class, or I think a lot of schools do the beginner classes and stuff like yeah, that. So the beginner class for kids, I don't even know how it is for adults, but for kids it's every five classes mm-hmm. until you get a certain amount of stripes and mm-hmm. then they do start doing testing gotcha um but yeah he was super excited about <laughs> that and and you know i i love the hands-on aspect yes i love that they they're the coaches are right there at least yeah. at the school that we're at they're right there helping the kids yeah. walking them through making sure no one's getting hurt yeah but yeah. also letting them get in those awkward yeah, situations let them let them do some different things try some different things figure figure you know get in a tough situation where you mm-hmm. kind of got to figure it out you know and that's i'm seeing that with sophia as well she's like there's moments and I, cause I'm there coaching her mm-hmm. in a sense too. Like, and, and she's getting choked out and I'm just watching her. I'm thinking, Oh, you know, how's this going to go? <laughs> and then she, she, you know, she either taps out or she, yeah. uh, she wiggles out of it and turns mm-hmm. around and, and, uh, you know, uh, you know, makes a move. And so it's been kind of cool, like to, 
see her in those situations, but also for me to like just let that naturally happen, you know, because it's I, I do it, so I get yeah. it. You know, you got to you got to put yourself in those situations. So I think there's a lot to learn from at a young age with jujitsu. I mean, like you were just kind of alluding to, like it's the physical side, but there's also just these mental side, the emotional side, like. You know, you're you're learning all many so many different aspects that you're gonna actually use in life, in real life. So, yeah, yeah. no, I agree with that. So I I, I want to touch something because I know jujitsu is a part of your journey. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, I asked who you were, but also like <laughs> a little bit more in depth. Like you've been on the journey for was it been a year, two years? And I, so I've kind of been on this self improvement journey really since I got married and started having kids. But it really it really got locked in. Honestly, I could say. Just before COVID hit, that year before that, um, my wife and I were actually going through some, a lot of issues, you know, marital type issues. And we'd only been married for two years, two and a half years. And we were both ready to throw in the towel and say, hey, this, we're, I don't think this is going to work out. We're done. And, that, and, and I know that happens at a, with a lot of young marriages. But we we uh, we didn't start off on the right foot. Let's just put it that way. Mm -hmm. But uh, from there, you know, I just knew, hey, it's time to really, like, you know, take a look at yourself, you know, uh, you know kind of just self, uh, you know, start thinking about myself and what I'm doing, how I'm leading, what kind of person am I being? Am I doing what I say? Am I saying what I do? You know, those kinds of things. And I, you know, I really took a self-assessment and I wasn't, I wasn't being a good man. I wasn't being a good father. I wasn't being a good husband in a lot of different situations. So kind of had this aha moment where I just, one day I said, you know what? need to get into counseling with my wife you know we need to go see, see a pastor see whatever you know find a good christian counselor and we need to start you know hashing through these issues working on these issues and then from there like it, it things started to improve and grow and and you know we weren't at each other's necks anymore and we mm -hmm. were like man we we love each other we care about each other we want to grow together we want to you know go on this journey of life together and so from there it just like after covid then you know we, thank god we went through that before covid because then we were at home together all year like everybody else i mean it would it would we wouldn't be together right now i don't think i mean and i'd probably be in jail or something <laughs> who knows i don't know i mean not not that i'm a bad guy but who knows you know what i mean like i was not on a good path so getting on that path now of self-improvement to be a better dad to be a better husband um has kind of advanced and you know it takes steps next step you know so after covid i had i'd put on a lot of weight actually i had went from I've always been a big guy. I was a college football player. I've lifted weights. I've always kind of been an athlete, a big athlete, a bigger guy, but an athlete. So I would, I've always stayed like around 250 pounds, but I'm strong. I'm 6'3". You know, I'm not a small guy, um, but I put on, man, 40 pounds, I think, or 50 pounds that year. And so I was up to about 290, at right at 290 around Christmas time of, of 2020. And I just remember looking – no, it was New Year's Day, actually. I remember looking in the mirror and just thinking – man, what, what's going on here? Like, this is not good. Like mm -hmm. I, I might be improving in my marriage. I might be improving as a dad, but there's more to this. I don't feel good. I'm tired all the time. I'm, I'm not working out like I should be, you know, as often as I should be. I need to, I need to do something here. So I, I kind of said to myself, all right, what I'm going to do is I, cause I know it takes small steps. You can't just throw yourself into it. And when you do just try to throw yourself into it, a lot of times, you know, you overload yourself mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, so you kind of gotta, you kind of gotta ease into it. And to kind of take the uh, the baby steps approach, you know, kind of the snowball effect, I guess you call it. Um, to quote Dave Ramsey, yeah. I don't know if you know who Dave Ramsey is, but oh, yeah. anyway, we've we've kind of went through his stuff. But uh, anyway, you know, so I was like, okay, my first goal is going to be trying to work out 20 days a month. That was kind of my, which would be about 
Mm. you know, five days a week, you know, to work out, whether it's, you know, just a one hour workout, whether it's a a run, a a hike, you know, something where I get a sweat going and really kind of put some effort into it, a lift. And then eventually it turned into jujitsu because I had started jujitsu that next month as well, training jujitsu. So that was kind of just my first goal. I was like, man, if I can get through this first month and work out 20 days, we'll see what happens, you know? Well, then from there, the next step was, man, I'm feeling kind of good. You know, I'm kind of getting on track here a little bit. I'm, you know, I'm staying focused. I'm a working dad. I'm, you know, I'm running a business. I'm doing a lot of different things. So, you know, I figure if I can get, if I can get those 20 days in, that should be pretty good. You know, that should be a pretty good amount for me. Well, then I started looking at what I was eating. I started to look at, you know, uh, how I was training, what kind of type you know ways I was training how can I work that all together you know optimally can I you know walk around during the day get up and get away from the desk and get more steps in during the day those kinds of things so I started kind of putting this all together and I was like man I, I really need to start to level up and take this to the next level now I've I've, I've got this workout thing I'm going I'm, I'm hitting the gym I'm, I've got that routine in place after this first month but I know I can take it to the next step so I actually did hire a, uh, a trainer to kind of help me I know a lot about training, but I knew I needed to have somebody that was going to be an accountability mm-hmm. partner. So I hired my buddy Josiah, and he came in, and he kind of got me on a good food plan. He got me, you know, in, with a community of people that could, you know, that were encouraging each other, kind of all, you know, working hard towards different things. And then from there, you know, really it was just about doing the work. So I started, you know, tracking my calories, you know, tracking my protein, getting all my protein in, um, and then focusing like every day trying to get like 10,000, 12,000 steps, those kinds of just little things like that. And, and then mixing in my workout routine that I had already started. And from there, I was just like, man, I'm starting to feel really good. I'm, and I'm getting, you know, it's slow, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm losing a few pounds here and there, but you know, it takes time, especially those first few months, your hormones are all messed up. You've been eating horrible mm-hmm. for months and months, you know, for years really. Yep. And so your body's transitioning during that time. So yeah, man, I, I've, I've went on this journey of, you know, self-improvement, but then it transitioned into more self-improvement with Mm -hmm. my eating and my food and my physical, you know, how I am physically. But then from there, as you know, it's not just that now it's mental. Now Mm -hmm. it's emotional. Now it's spiritual. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm spending more time around my Christian brothers. You know, I'm, I'm spending more time with my wife as much as I can. I'm spending more time with my kids because I feel better. You know I mean? So it's, it's, it's transitioning into all these other things. And as you start and you and you get on a roll, it just grows from there. And that's, you know, I guess I would say that most people try to throw everything down at once, but you, you really just need to trend, you know, start slow, get in a good routine, get in a, you know, get, you know, some good discipline built up and then keep moving up from there. No, for sure. And well, how many, how many pounds have you lost? Sorry. I know you just took a drink, but no, it's okay. <laughs> it's all good, man. No, man. I, so I was 290 pounds mm-hmm. and by that September, I was at 215 pounds. So wow. I had, well, I guess that's 80, 80, 80, 80, 75, 80, 75 pounds. Yeah, seven, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my Minnesota math. Yeah. Uh, 75 pounds, which was, yeah, pretty pretty crazy, man. It was, uh, I couldn't believe it. Like, I look at myself in the mirror now and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I put in the work. I put in the mm-hmm. time. I put in the effort, you know. I don't feel like the same person, though. I know I'm not the same person. You know, I'm, I'm on a whole nother level now. And, now I just want to keep doing that in all areas of my life, not just the physical side, but like I said, all these other sides and, you know, just continue to, to level up and you know, become the best man I can be mm-hmm. in all areas. You know, one of my goals this year is like to become better at tactical training and shooting guns and different, cause I've always been a bow hunter. I've, mm-hmm. I, I've shot guns, but I've never really spent time actually training 
and learning really like tactically how to you know defend yourself and how to be in different situations so that's like one of the things i'm working on this year again i'm, I'm doing another thing this year like where uh, i kind of mentioned the 20 days a month well i i extended that out through the whole year last year mm-hmm. and i ended up working out my goal was 240 days 241 hour workouts for the whole year is what that total would be and i ended mm-hmm. up getting about 260 so i went 20 over so this year my goal is to get 300 you know really push that limit yep. a little bit and try to get there even with hunting season even mm-hmm. with busy schedule like today i went and trained jujitsu i mm-hmm. got i flew here into into um salt lake city and i was like i'm not missing my training i love it it's part of my routine it's part of who i am it's part of what i do and that's that's what happens it becomes who you are and that's the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. It's it's it shouldn't be work. It shouldn't be like dreadful. It should be doing something that you actually enjoy doing and doing it because like it's just part of your day. It's yeah. part of who you are now. You know what I mean? So yeah, man, it's it's crazy, crazy journey. Seven, you know, seventy five pounds, and uh, now I'm putting on a lot of muscle as well, which is cool. I lift about three days a week. I roll jujitsu two to three days a week and I, I run most, you know, every couple days I go for runs, you know, three to five mile runs. And man, I feel amazing. It feels, it's an awesome thing, man. I, I just hope more people get on this same journey. And I know people are because I get Instagram messages every day of people, man, like what you did is amazing. I'm, I'm on this journey now. I've lost 10 pounds mm-hmm. of this and that. Like, it's crazy. That, like one small guy like me, my little transition or my little journey that I've went on, um, is inspiring other people. And that's what I hope I want. I want more of that. And and I want them to go on and inspire their, you know, their communities. So exactly. Yeah. And I I love that, you know, that you, you talked about, well, first of all, I just want to hit on a couple, you brought up some really good things in there, (laughs) but, uh, but first of all, just the fact that you're saying you need to make it your baseline. And then once you make that new step, your baseline, then you step more from there. Exactly. Going forward. Some people try and take on finances, relationship, fitness, nutrition, all at once. At the same time. And you can't. Yeah, you can't. Yes, you can, but you're not going to do any of it really good. You can, but yeah, but yeah, you're right. You've got to, you kind of got to focus on each one individually kind of first, get them all dialed in and then work them all together. I think that's kind of the best way to do it. Now, yeah, I mean, everybody's capable of different things, you know, it just depends who you are and, and where you've been and where you're going. So, you know, that can all change. But I find for me, especially with like when it comes to the physical side and my eating and, and my working out, like I just needed to kind of take it slow, set one small goal and then let that goal extend out from there. You can always change your goals down the road. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, yeah. and, and make them harder or whatever, you know, make them different. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I agree. I agree with you on that, man. That's, that's the that's the way to do it whether it's finances whether it's you know any of those different areas so yeah, yeah. no I, I like it and then you don't become complacent mm-hmm. you know you, you hit that level and now that's your new baseline that's your bare minimum yeah and you move on from there you yeah. don't just say okay well now i've hit my peak, yeah you know well, and uh, i remember when i started doing some running and stuff last year because i hate i hate running like i here. hate running but <laughs> I was like, I knew that running was going to be important for me to, you know, to step it up. It's something that I don't like. So why not do something I don't like and and kind of push myself out of that comfort zone a little bit. So I started running and I think my first, I think my first run was like just for a mile and it took me like 20 minutes, I think, or something. (laughs) I'm like walking half of it. I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I? And okay. Yeah. We're in South Texas. It's the middle of summer. It's, Mm -hmm. It's hot, you know, whatever. But 
I just remember, all right, just keep doing it every day. Just keep going for that walk or that run or whatever. You know, hike as hard as you can, run as hard as you can, and just keep getting better every day. And now I can run, you know, three miles easy at, you know, an eight-minute mile each mm-hmm. time. So it's like it's crazy to think back. Like I was like a 20-minute mile to, you know, like an eight, nine-minute mile over three miles now, yep. you know, or five miles or whatever, you know. So it's it's cool, man. Like if you can get – if you can start slow and work your way up, I mean, it, anything is possible, I think, in life. You know, anything is truly possible if you if you really put that time and put that effort and put that energy into it and focus on it and get that discipline. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's definitely, uh, you know, I, I love that you bring up that you hate running because I absolutely hate running. <laughs> I, I hate it. How and do people like running? I don't <laughs> know, man. No, my wife but, actually likes running. <laughs> but they probably, they probably think the same thing about jujitsu yeah, or weights yeah, or whatever, you know. And it is about finding that thing that gets you active. Yeah. Well, and, and, and like I was saying, like I pursued running because I actually don't like it. And there's just something inside of me as I went on this journey. Like I knew that to level, continue to level up, I need to approach things that I don't necessarily mm. like. Because then now I actually don't mind running it. I mean, I don't love it, but I actually don't mind it. It's kind of fun to go for a run and throw the throw the earbuds in and listen to a good podcast or whatever, you know, and, and get that time by yourself and kind of just feel the breeze on your face and sweat a little bit, you know. And it's just different. You know, it's different than the jujitsu. It's different than the lifting, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just that different element. And I know for me, one of my goals is to get out back out west and do some elk hunting and do some mule deer hunting with my bow, bow and arrow. So... I know I'm going to need to have that side of things dialed in as well. So there you go. Yep, exactly. Yeah, that, that's 100% true. Uh, and, again, it, it's it's amazing to me that you've realized that the mindset was what changed as well. Dude. It's not just the physical. But something, too, that you pointed out was you had a moment where you looked in the mirror. Yep. And it usually is either a picture <laughs> or the mirror. Like almost everyone that I've spoken with that has had this major transition you just you don't like taking pictures anymore or you look in the mirror one morning you're like what the frick happened yeah no i I just remember that moment looking in that mirror like i just got out of the shower i'm like it hurts oh my gosh man look at that belly (laughs) that thing was hanging (laughs) it hurts no it it, it did hurt like it was it was a it was a moment that you know i was very humbled and like man like it's it's time it's go time and and here's the other part of it too is my son was just it was due to be born Mm within days of that so i was like thinking i don't just have two anymore now i have three and a boy you know and boys are more aggressive they're gonna take more time more energy more effort plus i'm his dad and Mm. i want him to look at me and see somebody who he's impressed with and who's gonna lead him and who's gonna who he's gonna want to be like so i mean i should be thinking that anyway with my daughters because i want them to find a man like hopefully like me but I definitely wasn't that man that I wanted them to find of, of that example you know so that was another big part of it too is that looking in the mirror but then it brought all these different thoughts to me like all right it's it's go time man like it's time to it's time to grow up and level up in in these other areas yeah so no for sure it, it, it definitely changes and I love too that you brought in the kids because um, that was a big thing for me in mm. my transition was knowing mm. that I wanted to be around for my kids. Yeah. I want to be the grandpa that's out running my grandkids up yes. on the mountain. Yes. You know? I want to take them and get them involved in all these things that I want to be able to go kayaking across a lake without yeah, dying man. while I'm on the lake, you know? Yeah, you you want to be, you know, the guy who's 60, 70 years old and out there, you know, going bow hunting with mm-hmm. your son still at, when he's 40. You know what I mean? Yep. Like how awesome would that be? Or, mm. or for me, like I, I think about now jujitsu, like I think I could legitimately be training jujitsu up into my seventies and maybe into my eighties potentially. If mm. I, if I stay physically fit and eat right and, 
and have some luck too, I guess, you yeah. know? <laughs> no, that's awesome. So, so, and I, I love that you're talking and kind of feeding back into the whole building on your baseline. Mm-hmm. You've started this company. Obviously you, you've been a guide or I don't know what it's called down in Texas, but you've worked in the hunting industry for a while. So uh, yeah, my, my start was in the marketing side. I've had my own, my own agency, a marketing agency. Um, I've also, uh, I've also had my own website that was very successful that I sold that and, and did really well with that. Um, so I've, I've been kind of an entrepreneur my whole life, even just from my first, I remember my first month in college, I, I realized like, man, I could work in the hunting industry and I could build websites and do graphic design and I could do all these different things. And then it went into social media and then from there just consulting on, on business strategy and in marketing strategy, you know, and then it just kept growing from there. And uh, I kind of became this jack of all trades who was good at most of them, but you know, not great at all of them, you know, but I knew I understood all of them enough to build a business around it. So from there, um, I live in Texas now. I'm originally from Minnesota. That's where I grew up, but living in Texas, like the hunting side of things there is, is, is crazy. It's awesome. Like you can hunt all year pig, you know, there's wild pigs all year that you can hunt. There's exotics. There's, it's a whole nother, you know, thing there. It's like, man, you feel like you're in another country, you know, it's amazing. So I started doing some of this, you know, just being a hunter myself and, and liking to take people, I like to take people hunting. So I'd take a lot of my friends to my hunting lease and, you know, uh, I just new hunters. I take them out, you know, try to take them out. And from there, that passion for just taking people hunting kind of grew. And I started to get into guiding. So I started guiding at some different ranches that I was connected with. And I was like, man, this is a lot of fun, like entertaining people and hunting. The hunting camp atmosphere is really what I was addicted to. Mm-hmm. Like, I love just hanging out, having great conversations with people, good food. spending time, and good food. <laughs> and actually, like one of the things I think that separated me from some other people, you know, some other guides potentially, because I've been in guided hunting camps where guys, those guys just, they just do their work and they don't talk to you really and they don't really do anything else. They're not really personable. And I'm a per- I like to be personable. I like to talk to people. So when I was in these hunting camps, I'd start to actually like, ask questions like so what's life like you know like how many kids you got you know these guys are coming in for this paid hunt they just want somebody to talk to and hang out with Mm -hmm. like they just want to enjoy their time it's it actually has become less about i mean the hunting part of it is fun don't get me wrong and there's a that's a big crucial part especially when you're guiding and you know making sure that you know your hunters get on some good animals but like the hunting camp side of it is what really got me going and i was like man this is this is fun so from there, it kind of advanced forward to, you know, guiding hunts. And then uh, I kind of got this idea in my mind, like, man, how cool would it be to, like, have these hunting camps where it's all these different guys who are like me, like, who or women. It doesn't just have to be men, but, you know, just people in general who are kind of, like, leveling up in life and want to be around those kind of people. Because I've actually guided some hunters, unfortunately, that were not great people and mm-hmm. not people I wanted to spend time with. Yeah. but those people are paying for that hunt and I'm working for uh, an outfitter. So it was my job to take care of them, but mm-hmm. I didn't spend a lot of time with those ones. Cause they, you know, whatever they just, it did, we, I didn't see eye to eye with mm-hmm. who they were, but I, the idea with high caliber hunts was, man, I can get people around me that like, I actually want to be around, mm-hmm. you know, these are, and they're going to refer their friends who are probably on the same path, you know, on the same level. So that's where the high caliber idea comes into it. You know, it's like getting these high caliber men and women around each other where we can spend time together, eat the good food, have the good conversations, have a fun time hunting, break down animals together. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe some people haven't done that before. You know, that's intimidating. Just having different people in camp where, hey, we're there to help each other out. We're here to, you know, yes, I'm a guide and I'm going to guide you. I'm going to take care and make sure everything's good. But it's kind of fun having everybody 
put a hand in and mm-hmm. work hard together at something. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what I'm trying to facilitate with this. I'm trying to create that vibe as part of this. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty pumped about it, man. I think it's going to be a really cool thing. And now you can add on to that, like potentially maybe having somebody, you know, in the self-development space. Uh, one example would be like my buddy, Ryan Mickler, you know, Ryan is, I got Ryan in, Ryan wanted to get into hunting. I took him on his first hunt back six years ago now. And so he's super passionate about bow hunting. He's super passionate about hunting now. And me and him kind of were talking about this idea. And he'd he'd be kind of cool to have Ryan in camp, you know. And and then, you know, he's got a lot of people that ask him all the time, like, hey, Ryan, can I come on a hunt with you? You know, that'd be really cool. So, you know, you create that opportunity now for people who want to rub shoulders with a guy like Ryan, who's Mm -hmm. a, you know, a super awesome guy. But he's also somebody who's, you know, he's leading the way for people with what he's doing with his organization. You know, he's he's helping men level up in life. And now you get to come into camp, meet him, hang out with him, go hunting with him, break down some animals with him. So there's there's a lot of levels to that. You know, there who knows who we could get in camp mm-hmm. that would want to, you know, there's a lot of guys out there now with hunting becoming so popular and more mainstream. With guys like Joe Rogan and Cameron Haynes putting it out there. You know, it'd be really cool. Imagine coming into hunting camp and, you know, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but and get to hunt with Joe Rogan or something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like you just never know. So, um, that's kind of the, that's kind of the basis, you know, it's, it's about getting good people together, but potentially, you know, having some really cool, you know, high caliber type people in camp to maybe give a talk around a campfire while we're there as well, you know, talk about their story, about what they're doing. Um, maybe have some veterans in there who have been wounded or something like that, you know, to talk about their stories or just have a theme. Like one of the ideas I have is to do like a father son hunt, you mm-hmm. know, like initiation type hunt, you know, or, a or a husband wife, like, um, hunt where it's like a blind date you know like a weekend away from the kids to do a pig hunt with your husband you know husband and wife and spend some time together have some good food don't have to worry about everything so there's a lot of different ideas and different ways i want to do it but just kind of building it and putting it together pretty pretty pumped up about it man i'm excited and i know you're coming on a hunt here in april we're doing that pig hunt in in south texas so i'm excited that you're going to be there and we'll have to podcast again yeah you know maybe from camp so for sure. No, that's awesome. And you know what's awesome? I, I don't do the video podcasting yet. Hopefully, eventually, I'll get there. We'll have but, to, though. Yeah. But um, but the, if you guys could see just the the spark in his eyes when he talks about this this project, it's not even it's not it, it's so passionate coming from him. Like, and I love the idea. You know, you brought up Ryan Mickler, Order of Man. If you yeah. guys haven't heard of him, go check him out. Um, he's definitely someone that's leading the way for for men in, in this time where you know men are being emasculated, yeah, um, left and right, yeah, you know, whether yeah. it be being a father or whatever it is. But you know, again, going back to Colin's passion for this, if you're wanting to get into hunting, you want to get around good men that maybe you don't have that opportunity because you're so busy at work or whatever, reach out to Colin. Yeah. Um, he's an awesome dude. Uh, and, and high caliber hunts. I'm so excited to go on this. Like Clint, <laughs> I'm pumped up, man. You know, Clint, yeah, yeah, Clint introduced yeah, me to this. Yeah, and and yeah. I'm so glad that he did because um, Texas has been on my radar yeah. for a while. It's, I, it, there's, it's, it's actually kind of interesting. The more I talk to people, they're like, man, I'd love to come hunt in Texas. And I was like, I kind of started actually putting two and two together because I'm from Minnesota originally. Mm. So a lot of my uncles and a lot of my friends and stuff like – they're like, what's it like out there? You know, like, what's it like outside of Minnesota? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, come on out, let's go hunting, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I already have a built-in, you know, base of people that want to go on these hunts and stuff. I was like, what? Well, I just need to put it together and facilitate it. But just kind of going back to, like, what you were saying, like, I think what sets what I'm trying to do apart and why that sparkle is in my eye is for the fact that, like, I've built some businesses before 
and it was all about me and it was all about what I was going to get out of it. Now, don't get me wrong. When you build a business, like you're focused on like building a business. So Mm -hmm. you want to have success and you want to do a really good job and, you know, make money and and build it into a real business. that's you know, successful for a long time. But what's different about this project is like the whole idea has come from the fact that I want to make an impact on people, you know, because I've I've had people around me that have made an impact on me. And now I want to try to push that forward and bring people into camp so we can all have an impact on us, but then maybe trickle down into our families and our friends as well. So that's uh, hunting adventures with an impact. That's kind of the tagline that I'm using. And I think that's what separates this one apart from anything else I've ever done in my, in my young life. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And a, and a lot of people can get into that mindset that hunters are, um, you know, you think, redneck or whatever you want to think right especially in texas like they <laughs> they walk out of their truck and they shoot a deer right there off the road like we but, can do that if you want right <laughs> there you go. if you want that kind of hunt yeah but uh but no like for me um i wouldn't have got into hunting yeah. if it wasn't for one of he was my neighbor now he's my best friend um that took me out yeah and he's a great guy he's a great family man great dad um runs his own business he's a cpa and he just introduced me to the good side of hunting. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't just, you know, shoot whatever you see. Yeah. It was the j- enjoyment of finding animals and watching them in their habitat. And today we're not going to shoot because, you know, I'm going to hold off. That's yeah. a young buck. And I just want to watch him. Um, and learning that way, I think is awesome. And it's going to be exciting going down to Texas and, and learning. About I that. think that mentorship is super important. I think we need to see more of that. You know, um, I, I know personally for me, I really try to focus on, hey, yeah, we're going hunting, but the reality is this is hunting and we might not, we might not see anything. We might not have an opportunity anything, but let's enjoy hunting camp together. Let's have a good time. Let's, you know, let's do these different things together and uh, make it more about the experience, make it more about what we're doing in camp, you know, and yes, don't get me wrong. I, I love, I love to, you know, put an arrow through something and, and have that success and bring home that meat and cook that, cook those meals. But, you know, I think there's something to be said for mentoring people and explaining, Hey, it's, it's, there's so much more to this than just the, the hunting and the killing, you know, part of it. It's, uh, yeah. it goes beyond that. And, um, you know, that's, I'm super passionate about that side of it. And I can see where, you know, potentially like guys coming into camp, I mean, we're going to give them an opportunity to learn, to be mentored by us. You know, mm-hmm. you're like, you're a new, pretty much a new hunter, you know, Clint's a, Clint hasn't been hunting that long. You know, we're getting guys in camp who are pretty pumped up about hunting right now, but now I get a chance to, to, you know, kind of mentor you guys in this camp and there's probably going to be some other guys in this camp as well that have hunted for a while and they're going to mentor you and I'm going to mentor you. And now you guys are going to take that, what you learn and you're going to go out to your friends and your community and mentor them. So that's really what it's all about. That's what's super important about this. Oh, for sure. Um, so wanted to ask, how do you get your family involved in the outdoors? That's a, that's a great question. You know, I think the, uh, the best way to do it and the way I'm trying to do it is just to bring them to the outdoors, you know, whether it's go for a walk, you know, just go outside and watch birds go, you know, go. Uh, I bring my girls out to the lease all the time, my hunting lease. Um, and we go fill feeders and check trail cameras. You know, we do all these little things, whatever it is, you know, not necessarily even the, the hunting part of it. Like you'll get to that point where you actually take them hunting. But I think it's just 
building it to that point, you know, the walks in the woods, the explaining to them what a trail camera is, explaining to them what you're doing, you know, in Texas, we feed deer with feeders. So doing, feeding the, feeding the deer, filling the feeders, you know, checking the trail camera, showing them the pictures of the animals at the, at the feeders, you know, um, even just going out, setting up stands and blinds, you know, those kinds of things I think are, you know, that's, that's really what the hunt is about. It's all of that. I mean, that's all year you're doing those kinds of things. It's, you know, it's that short amount of time when you actually put an arrow through an animal and then you know blood track it or whatever that's a that's a super small part yeah. of the thing you know then you're and then you're breaking that animal down then you're you know uh making meals with that animal all year so even just p- part of it for me is like hey this is a this is a buck that dad shot you know this year you know i got them out they see them out on the wall and then i'm like here's the meat from it mm-hmm. we're eating we're having you know we're having sloppy joes tonight and from the deer that dad killed you know so just those kinds of things, I mean, are, are the little things like that are what, you know, start to explain to them, help them understand, like, what's going on. And then from there, as you start to take them into the woods more and more and they spend more time out there, you're just going to start to mentor them more and more. And they're going to start asking more questions mm-hmm. and they're going to they're hopefully become passionate about it like you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think that's the best way to do it. I agree with me. that 100%. You got to make it enjoyable for them, you know, yeah. and show them the process behind it. Yeah, show them show them all areas of it, not just the hunt and the in the kill and or the hunt and just the sit and wait. You know that you know that can be kind of boring sometimes. Yeah, I mean it's it's the patience is hard when you're a kid. You know, as adults we have more patience mm-hmm. and we get oh, you know it might take me sitting out here all year to finally you know uh, kill a deer, but for them they don't understand that they think oh when is it coming? You know when are yep. we gonna get this done? So taking them along in that whole process actually kind of helps helps with the whole, the full process of getting them into the outdoors more definitely 100 percent. so i mean you've kind of touched on this a little bit um but i i want to ask you what was a highlight of this last year for you man like hunting wise or whether just... it be hunting or with your family what was the highlight one just one if you had to pick one man <laughs> you had a lot yeah it was a re- <laughs> last year was a pretty damn good year man it was it was a good year i i, I would say um I don't know, man, like so many good adventures with family and friends and, and, you know, going to a jujitsu immersion camp with origin Mm -hmm. as I I didn't mention that, but I did that last year, you know, it was was pretty cool. A week long camp in out in Maine, you know, learning jujitsu with super high level guys. That was a lot of fun. Um, and I don't know, I think that was probably my highlight. I mean, obviously, you know, my trans, my transformation, that's a, a great highlight don't get me wrong but that's 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 me that's about me yeah. you know it's like there's just i think the times with my family and my friends you know bringing people into the outdoors you know bringing new hunters out i had a couple uh couple guys that come out with me last year hunting and they got their first animals you know i had a one of my best buddies is a is a wounded uh vet and uh he didn't he lost his freezer full of meat Oh, and uh the and like they live yeah and they live off that meat him and his family do and he's like man i don't really have a place to hunt you know and this and that and i was like come on let's go and he yeah. ended up shooting a doe and put, filling up his freezer a little bit just little things like that man those are the biggest highlights to me that's that's what i think is important um you know it's not about me i i think just me working on myself is cool and and, and it gives me the opportunity to have these other other opportunities that are actually more meaningful and important so long question to the answer but yeah it's i can't i can't really pinpoint one <laughs> yeah no you're good man that's good and then uh on, on that note what's uh 
what's a highlight for 2022 that you're looking forward to? Something, yeah. something that you're looking for. I know you're looking forward to a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm really pushing hard on on building this this vent, this business venture, high caliber hunt. So that's that's a big part of my focus right now. Is mm-hmm. is that to be honest? Um, you know, I've 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 taken back my time from con- doing the mark. I do marketing consulting as well. So I've kind of taken a step back from doing as much of that to really focus on building this business. So. I've got a few hunts already lined up. I'm trying to line up some, some more. I continue to build connections, continue to get my marketing going, start to do more social media posts, uh, just connect with good people like you, Jonathan, you know, uh, Clint, and, uh, you know, other people. At, you know, we're here at the, uh, you know, Western Hunt Expo, and it's a great place to come and just connect with different people that want to come to Texas mm-hmm. and go hunting. So just doing those kinds of things, that's, that's my focus this year is some of that kind of stuff, you know, on the business level, being an entrepreneur, you know, it's, I love it. It's a lot of fun, but you know, people don't see all the hard work that goes into it and all the time that goes into it. And thank God my wife is, she's, uh, she's kind of letting me do this. She's, she's kind of, you know, she's trusting that I'm going to, I'm going to make something happen with this. And she's starting to see that kind of start to come around now. So it's, it's cool, but yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's not easy. It's, it's, it's a hard thing, but like I was saying earlier, you got to run towards those things that are tough because that's what, how you're going to grow. That's how you're going to get better. That's how you're going to improve. And, uh, I think that's where, um, you know, whether I succeed at building this business or it branches off into other businesses or whatever, I just know that it's, it's something good's going to mm-hmm. happen because I'm, I'm running towards something that's not easy. It's hard. So no, for sure. That's awesome. And yeah, I, um, you know, man, I, I don't really have much else to say. You've hit on all the points. <laughs> I don't have any other questions for you. You kind of highlighted everything as far as family fitness the outdoors your faith you yeah even hit on faith for us and yeah um i yeah i appreciate having you yeah on, those man. are those are the things that are important to me man and it's yeah i appreciate you having me on man this is this is so cool to finally connect you know we've been chatting back and forth yeah. on instagram watching each other's journey i know you went through your own journey you're, you know you're getting after it um you know it's it's cool like i said just to connect with guys like you and clint and other guys here you know and just like get to hang out and mm-hmm. you know be here in person and rub shoulders together and, and really help each other and, and learn from each other and now you know that's I think that's the good side of social media now we get to stay connected through social media and, and continue to uh, you know in, you know self-improve each other but then pump each other up you know yeah. what I mean through that so yeah man it's it's, it's really cool that's awesome well if people want to get in contact with you or want to go to this high caliber hunts or, yeah uh, what are, where can they find you yeah the best place to go is probably my personal website it's Colin c-o-l-l-i-n cottrell c-o-t-t-r-e-l-l.com and from there you can uh, you can go to high caliber hunts you can go you can see my marketing stuff that I do there and just you can connect with me there if you want to send me a message or if you have any questions about hunting or or anything even just personal development type stuff um, that's probably the best website to go visit otherwise honestly just hit me up on Instagram Colin underscore Cottrell is uh, is my handle follow me there and uh, I'd be happy to help people out that's I'm all about that I want to help people out as much as I can so awesome and yeah. then you've got one for the high caliber hunts too right yeah yeah highcaliberhunts.com is cool. that but you can you can connect well, to that. Instagram yeah you can oh yeah, yeah I do have an Instagram for that as well yeah I'm, I'm kind of getting that one going this first hunt that we're gonna mm-hmm. go on is uh, we're gonna have a camera crew in camp so oh. my, so my yeah yeah so you're gonna have to no turn pressure. it on no pressure man <laughs> but we're gonna have a camera crew you know to capture the hunt to capture the atmosphere that's awesome. to really tell that's the story that I'm trying to you know that I'm trying to explain here just even through this podcast like 
I, I need to get that on video. I need to yeah. get that content built, you know, in place so I can actually really start to push it out on social media and help, help people understand what this looks like. Cause this idea is a little different than just a regular yep. hunting camp. You know, it's, there's, there's, there's this idea of impact involved. So I want to really tell that story. So I'm pretty pumped actually about the hunt we're doing because yeah. we're going to have people in camp cooking. We're going to have people in camp documenting it. It's going to be, it's going to be a good time, man. So. Awesome. Well, I'm super excited for it. Uh, you guys, you know the websites. I'm going to leave them down below. Um, go find him on Instagram as well. Go check out his journey and uh, how he's spending time with his family and, and involving all the three things that we talk about here at uh, Redbeard Outdoors. Faith and family, fitness and the outdoors into his life and making a super successful life out of it. So on that note, um, hope you guys have an amazing day. And as always, get out, live your life and love it. Again, thank you so much for listening in. That was an amazing conversation. Looking forward to spending more time with Colin. You guys should go check out High Caliber Hunts. If it's something that you're interested in, you're a high caliber individual, you want to just hang out at, at a, a camp down in Texas, go hunt hogs and other options that he provides, go check it out. I'm so stoked to be down there in about a month and spend time with some just great individuals and uh, go support Colin, go follow him through his, his adventure through life, family, fitness, and the outdoors that he's incorporating himself. See that it is possible. And you don't have to be a big Western hunter or anything along those lines to be able to do it. You can be successful in wherever you live with whatever passions you have. You just have to apply yourself. So other than that, go check out uh, the links down below. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your weekend as it's wrapping up and we're able to spend some time with family and of course, continue to get out, live your life and love it.